I would like to start today to take a moment to speak about the latest murder of an African-American named George Floyd. Now, normally I don't speak on the news, but today I will because my heart is heavy as well as the rest of our world. Watching another video of yet another black man getting murdered by a police officer right before our eyes. Racism is not something new, and I have also experienced my share in my lifetime. And now with the technology of our famous cell phone, we can actually visualize incidents in lifetime, and it's horrific, and actually uncalled for. It should not be happening in 2020. Amongst any human being, but especially towards people of color, my thoughts on this has always remained the same, and I have to say I have experienced racism from both sides, because for some reason some people think like the you know people are like in the middle. I actually once was told by a young African man that why do we even bother existing, because that was what he was taught. Or I once worked with a Caucasian woman that decided that because I was light skinned with green eyes that she can constantly say out loud racist slurs about a Latina woman, and that was just two experiences amongst the many. However, I addressed them then, and yes, it was not tolerated amongst our peers. I myself as a human choose not to hate people because of the color of their skin. And I taught that to my stepson who is now an adult deployed in the army. And I teach that to my daughter because their father is Haitian, which is of African descent. I say I because it starts from you as an individual you need to speak out in your area of the world if you come across racism, no matter what it takes, because that's the only way this will be addressed and changed. I have always said it. It's a chain reaction. Um, with so much news and posts everywhere on social media, I came across an emotional post by Ashton Kutcher, who is the actor from The 70s Show, and he also has been in numerous movies. And I would like for you to hear it. So on Saturday, I posted a blackout of my social media channels and um, just posted BLM. And a lot of folks responded, all lives matter. And I want to talk about that a little bit because I don't think that the people that are posting all lives matter should be canceled. I think they should be educated. We all agree all lives matter. But I had a really poignant experience tonight when I was putting my kids down to bed that lent the words for why black lives matter. So usually Mila and I put our kids to bed, we read them a book and our daughter always gets to go first. And tonight as we we're reading her book, my son says, wait, uh, wh why, why don't I get to go first? And Mila said, because girls go first. And he said, yeah, but boys go first. And I looked at him, I said, no, girls go first. And I said, you know why girls go first? For you and me, girls go first. And the reason why is for some boys, girls don't get a go at all. And so for you and me, Girls go first. So when it comes to Black Lives Matter, I think what folks that are writing All Lives Matter need to understand is that for some people, 
For some people, black lives don't matter at all. So for us, black lives matter. So while you may have the best intentions in saying all lives matter, remember, for some people, black lives don't matter at all. The world needs more men like him. Um, I myself have been very emotional at this time, um, as well as much of the world. Um, and we can't go on like this. Black lives matter. So I'm going to talk about a pet peeve of mine, Confessions by E, If You Like Pina Coladas, The McClure Family, Sweet Magnolias, A Show That Sky Watches, Extreme Cheapskates, The Sexiest Fox, and A Skunk In My, <laughs> a skunk in my Dreams. So let's get started. If you like piña coladas Making love in the rain Yes guys, I had some piña coladas During this quarantine, my friends and I We decided to make some piña coladas And I got some real piñas We got Terramana um, tequila by Dwayne Johnson. I just wanted to say that because he's absolutely, his stuff is amazing. It tastes so well. Um, it goes down so smoothly. And um, we made our pina coladas with some nachos. And we had we played Uno. We played some dominoes. It was amazing. We had such a great time. And then I posted the um, I posted the pictures and everything. And um, a co-worker of mine, which is actually a friend as well, um, she um, sent me a message saying, oh my God, Elsie, you brought back so much memories that when she was younger, she said that her mom, she was like 12 years old, she said, and her mom, her mom used to make pina coladas. She used to freeze them and put them in the freezer. And that one time she invited her friends over and um, she, her mom went out. And by the time she got back, her friend and, and her friend and her got into those pina coladas and they were... <laughs> And they got drunk. So what, that was such a sweet um, memory that she shared with me. And I, I wanted to share with you guys because I thought that was so nice. And um, But let me tell you, those pina coladas were banging. We, oh my God, we loved it. We had such a good time. And then, it, it, you know, having it in the whole pina, like it, it, and giving it the real pina juice and all that stuff, just made it so delicious. You guys got to try it. We loved it. I, I, you know, I'm always trying to make up little ideas and stuff. And that was just something simple. And um, like I said, the Terramana um, tequila was banging. It was, it made it so delicious. We had a good time. And her daughter as well um, came. So it was the three of us. And I bought three piñas, so it worked out well. So we had a good time. So I just wanted to tell you guys. So if you like piña coladas, you know, <laughs> yay, get them, get them. Especially during quarantine, amazing. You're going to have a nice time. I guarantee it.
I don't know if you guys have um, any pet peeves, but I have um, I have one that drives me insane, and it's something that you I don't know if it could it could be fixed because um, I mean it constantly happens, and I hear a lot of people complaining about this. You know, I usually I like to make an appointment. You know, everybody makes an appointment when they're going to the doctor's office, and they make sure they tell you be on time and all that stuff. So you know, I don't know if I mentioned this before. But I, um, I actually had a doctor that I used to go to, and every time I went into his waiting area, he had like 10 or 15 people waiting in the waiting area. So um, every time I went, and then not only that, it wasn't just regular people, it was seniors. So I used to get so furious. And then one time, it just I couldn't do it anymore because I, I was in a rush to take my, you know, go pick up my daughter. Actually, I wasn't in a rush. I got there on time for my appointment. I had more than enough time, like about two hours, to go pick up my daughter. However, it ended up being two hours later, and he still hadn't called me. And when I got there, I saw the seniors, and I asked them, how long have you been here? And they told me, oh, one hour, two hours, three hours. It was horrible. And I, you know, I used to get upset because I'm like, man, a lot of these seniors, you know, they have sicknesses, and they're sitting there, you know, waiting for him to come out and in. It was horrible. And I addressed it to him. I said, well, how are you going to make seniors wait outside so long? And then, you know... It wasn't really a cool thing, and and you know, and I, I that doctor I kind of knew him since I was young because my friend she used to have um, house calls with the doctor with his father. It started with his father first, but then when his father um, retired, he became their doctor. And um, sure enough, my friend she told me that um, she stopped seeing him as well because her mom, who you know, who was his patient, she had cancer. He used to make her wait in the waiting area for like two hours. And that I'm like, that is the worst thing. Let me tell you, I, you guys, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I am very, I'm very, very, um, I'm an advocate of young people, of course, children and um, animals and seniors. That's like a big deal to me. You know what I mean? And it's so disrespectful on top of that. Okay, you know this. And I'm, by the way, this has been happening before COVID. Um. 19 now it's understandable that things are happening you even trying your best not even going to the doctor because you don't want to be you know stuck somewhere where you could get sick however this has been happening before that so you know hours waiting in the waiting area it was the worst experience you know i switched doctors somebody recommended another doctor to me i go to that doctor and she doesn't even make me wait you get there on your appointment and you know what? You go in, you you talk to her, she checks you and everything, and then you leave. And and everything goes on schedule. And it's not like she doesn't have a lot of patience because she does. You know what I mean? She's uh, associated with Mount Sinai, all those, you know. And she she's a very good doctor. And I didn't understand why he was doing that. And I think sometimes it's being a little greedy. Like, if you know you have a lot of patients, you know, you need to learn, learn how to make the appointments. Like, each, try to do 45 minutes apart. You know what I mean? To just to give it the time for the patients. We and we don't want the doctor to rush with us as well. So he's trying to cram in all these patients. You know what I mean? Get another doctor to help you if you can't you can't manage, if you can't manage all of these patients. It really to me is somebody just being greedy for the money. And the truth is, I feel like this. If you're gonna make me wait in that waiting area more than half an hour, you sh- I should not be paying copay at all. I should not pay copay. That, Cause that that's bullshit, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna make me wait all that long. I shouldn't be paying you the copay. The copay should be off limits by that time. And I think doctors need to understand this. That you know, I we going in there stressed out already. Waiting stresses people out. 
waiting does not make you a happy camper. And especially when you have a fever or whatever the hell you, you sickness you have and you're waiting there. So this this is a very, let me tell you, I sound like an angry woman because I get so mad just thinking about it. And I feel so bad for the seniors. By that time, you should be having coffee, some freaking cappuccino with some freaking uh, cookies and shit so they could sit there and wait for you because, by that time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're making them wait. And then all you have is that stupid TV on that they probably don't even want to watch that, you know. So um, I'm really that I have to tell you that's my pet peeve, guys. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to tell you that because I was like, what the hell? This is crazy. And then, like I said, and then the, some copays like my parents, their copay is like forty five dollars. It's not a cheap copay, you know. You have to keep going to doctors, you know, every week or whatever it is. So. <laughs> that's my pet peeve and i just wanted to tell you it drives me insane <laughs> anyway um you know skyla my daughter um she's always watching movies and 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 not movies she's always watching um shows for some reason she likes to um she likes to watch shows about people's lives and things like that and sometimes she watches shows with lessons and all i i mentioned this before um, but you know, we like to follow, so I saw something that she liked and I like it too. Um, we like to follow families, especially this family. This family is the McClure family. And I'm sure if any of you, uh, follow them online, you know how magnificent they are and so cute. Um, um, we like to watch the interaction, their love and Sky likes, you know, especially Sky. She enjoys watching the family interaction. She enjoys watching their love, their drama, and it's like entertaining to her. I, I sometimes I, I find her cracking up. <laughs> um, but this family, um, the fact the it's a biracial family, by the way, and um, not that it matters because you know. But the the father is um Justin, the mom is Ami, and the twin girls Ava and Alexis. Um, and the splash to their cuteness is Jersey, the baby boy in the fam fam, and he's starting to grow up on the show. He's actually very intelligent, um, and very funny. Um, Skylar really connects with Jersey um, because he's always saying no. And sure enough, my Sky is always saying no from day one. She's forever saying no, 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 no. And it's funny because he agrees to do things. And then at the end, he's like, no, I don't want to do it now. <laughs> like, no, no, no. It's so funny. And um, so, you know, uh, and it's funny because the other day we found out they, they had a live on um, Instagram. And I said, oh, Skylar, they have a live on Instagram. And the twins were on, and they were talking. You know, the, the twins are adorable as well. And um, the, um, he starts saying no, as always. And um, they said when you know, they, his mom asked him, when's your birthday? And he was like, no, you know, November. And she was, and I was like, oh, my God, he's November like you, Skylar. We should have known that, though, because we've been following them since he was in the belly. And I mean, we've been following the twins before that, but we already knew the little boy. We should have known that he was born in November. And sure enough, guess who's born in November? My daughter. I said, that's why you connect with him. Because you and him have almost the same kind of personality. Um, so, But let me tell you, don't forget the twins. The girls are, I mean, they're beautiful girls. Absolutely beautiful girls. And their personality is funny. Their responses is so funny. I mean, they <laughs> we love the whole family. We love the whole family. They're very nice. The, the mom... She's funny. She laughs at everything they say, so she makes you laugh. And then the um, the father's very uh, chas charismatic, you know, like he's very um, into the, the girls, into the, his son. And he does a lot of photography, which connects with me. 
And um, I love it. And you know, he they have a story. I'll talk about it another time. But um, they they're it's a good it's there's it's a good family. I love them. And um, they, you can find them on YouTube. And it's McClure. So it's M C C L U R E. The McClure family. And um, they're on YouTube and of course other social medias. They're on. Um, I'm sure when you go on the YouTube, you see all the all their um, um, the handles on Instagram, Facebook, um, their own web page, everything. So. Uh, yeah, follow them, guys. Uh, and trust me, I don't know them, but I, I think they're adorable. McClaw family. I'm watching um, Sweet Magnolias on ne- Netflix. Um, it's a new show that they had. I binge-watched binge it, and I actually saw all the episodes. And um, I remember, you know, my, in my last episodes that I have spoken to you guys, I told you I always learned things from movies and TV. For some reason, we always learn something. And my mind is always open. So... On this particular episode, they're fixing this beautiful, um, I don't know if it's a mansion or this beautiful home, old home, and they're making it into a spa. So she tells the contractor, listen, you know, um, he's telling her you need to fix this and that. She goes, please don't tell me that there are any copperheads. And I'm like, what? What the hell is copperheads? You know, and I was like, okay. So I went, and you know me and my little dandy self, I went to go uh, research copperheads. There's some kind of snake. And, um, yeah, <laughs> so you already know, um, snakes is not really my favorite animal. Um, but in this case, it tells you, let me see the copperheads and they call copperheads cause they're the color of copper and copperhead snakes are some of the most commonly seen North American snakes. They're also mo- most likely to bite. Oh my God. Although their venom is relatively mild and their bites are rarely fatal for humans. These snakes get their names um, fittingly from their copper red heads, accordingly to the biology department at Pennsylvania State University. See, so these are these snakes are um, scary, um, but they're not deadly. Let's put it that way. However, they do bite. So I, um, if you find them in your home, just, you know... Call pet control or something. Talking about snakes, this is crazy. I was watching, uh, um, on, somebody posted this, I don't know if it was one of the social medias, um, and a woman, she was taking out her snake, or her pet snake, by the way, she was taking out her pet snake out of the tank, and they were recording it. They had She had a guy helping her, and then she had the, the cameraman, and the snake, when I tell you, the snake bit her. And then it started wrapping around her arm. And it was giving her like a deadly grip. Like, you know, snakes, everybody's seeing on a condom. I mean, I mean, that's where I learned the snakes. They really wrap around you and they squeeze you to death and then they crush you to bones. And and that's how they get their, you know, that's how they get their prey. And but you, they, it's alive. Like your prey has to be alive. My niece has a snake. I don't understand why, but it's it's just she has one. And um, the snake clamped onto the woman's arm. Uh, her hand first, and then tried to put a death grip on her arm and leg in, in a matter of seconds. It was crazy. And then, you know what got me the most? I mean, yeah, this is happening. You know, you want to have a pet snake, you know, this is bound to happen or something. But the cameraman, should I keep recording? Should I keep recording? Should I keep recording? At one point, he had to drop the camera because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, should you keep recording? Go help. I, let me tell you, that was me. I would have been <laughs> flying all over the place, banging the snake against the wall. I don't care. Listen, I know it's a pet, 
you know, we want to save the animal. And first of all, animals belong in the wild. They don't belong in no freaking, uh, like that freaking tank that they put them in. I feel bad for those snakes. Anyway, so then I would have been swinging the snake around like, oh, my God, banging the snake on the wall, like going nuts. This Me that I get claustrophobic, I would have been out of my, it would have it was not a, it was not it was not something that you want to watch it really was like really crazy i was like this lady is out of control how she's going to have a snake and then she's trying to be calm about it but then she panicked cuz the snake started going on <laughs> it was crazy i'm telling you it's not um i don't know i don't know i, I mean i don't think you should you know you should play with pythons none of those things you shouldn't you shouldn't go for snakes i mean and i was reading tmz they wrote like a little quote as Indiana, oh, as Indiana Jones once said, anything but snakes. I, I'm with the, I'm with that quote. Indiana Jones, I love that movie by the way. Indiana Jones, he was on point. Anything but snakes. Oh my god. Oh my. <laughs> this was like it was crazy. <laughs> Another Sky Selection Extreme Cheapskates. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, there's a show, guys. There's a show out there that's um, about people that are cheap. And um, that's another pet peeve of mine, I'm not going to lie. But um, this woman is out of control. I mean, I, you know, I get annoyed by people like when they, how much we're going to tip, you know, this and that. Come on, just if you're going to go out, tip the right way, you know what I mean? Don't be so damn cheap. However, this lady... This lady doesn't even go out. This lady has, she owns her own apartment. Her name is Kate. There's an episode of her on YouTube if you want to watch it. And it's the shows, I believe, um, the show is from TLC. And um, Kate, um, she decided she wanted to give, you know, I guess when you come out on television is because, well, they're probably paying her. That's one thing. And um, the reason that she um, wanted to, you know, she wanted to show people her lives as a cheapskate. As a cheapskate. <laughs> and um, ew, it's horrible. You know, because she, at one point, I don't know, you know, if you know the girl's cheap, this, this is one thing I got to tell you. If you know the woman's cheap, why would you want to go visit her in her house? Because she's not, she's not regular cheap. She's like extreme cheap. Like the, And you know what? She owns the apartment and everything in her apartment she has found in the street. She hasn't bought anything, any furniture, anything. Her socks, she said she's worn them for like freaking 20 years. You could see right through them. And these are tube socks. You know, tube socks are thick. These things are already worn to the limit. She sleeps on some kind of mattress that she bought. Is super, like, super slim on the ground. I think it's like a yoga mat or something. And she's saying it's so comfortable. Oh, yeah, it's so comfy. She's lying. She's lying. She has a bunch of stuff in her apartment that she found. But this is the worst thing to mention she doesn't even use her stove let's put it that way she has some electrical stove which makes no sense to me but this is the worst thing that she does she goes dumpster diving she was and she invited she invited two of her friends over okay well actually she invited her friend and he brought his girlfriend over to her house now come on why are you coming over i mean maybe it's for the show because the truth is if i know you that cheap i'm i said oh no let's just eat out i'm not gonna go to your house you know what i mean like I've seen how cheap you are. You know what I'm not, Why would I want? And she has a good job, by the way. She has a good job. Like I said, she owns her apartment, so she's only paying on maintenance or whatever it is. It's horrible. So then she 
this is what she does. So she goes and she invites these people to her home, whatever it is. And she's like, oh, they're coming over. She looks in her refrigerator. She goes, oh, I don't have enough food. So let me think about what I'm going to do. So she goes and she goes and she brings her, she takes a bunch of bags. She wears a holy shirt so she could look like homeless. And she decides to go to the dumpster, okay, and pick up food from the dumpster. She goes, she says that when they, when they're closing and they, they're getting rid of some good foods, like expensive foods, she goes in the dumpster. She goes dumpster diving to get food. I'm like, what? So she does that. Her friends come over. She feeds them that food. And what kills me the most is that they're eating it. They even t- I wouldn't even taste it. I- and then she says, it's from the dumpster. You could tell the shit is spoiled. Like, it looks like all freaking, ugh. She mixed it all up. It was disgusting. Oh, man. And I- they still, they still went. They tried it out. They were like, oh, we're grossed out by doing this. So why you did it? You didn't have to do that. And this is, like, shameful because there's a lot of homeless people out there that are actually living, you know, out there and, and, and don't even have a place to stay. This lady has a place to stay and she's living like this. She only uses samples. Like, she, she, she only uses samples. She don't buy any toiletries or anything like that. She actually goes to places to get samples. And, and this is what she does. Like, but the food thing is, let me tell you. You, you, you could be cheap on everything else, but you really can't be cheap on food. Food really has to go. You know, already, when you put things in those dumpsters, there's already rats. Like crawling around looking for food. Because they're just like you, lady. They're trying to get the scraps. <laughs> I was grossed out. And then I said to myself, what are you watching, Skylar? Why are you watching these things? It's funny. And then, you know, she takes a shower with her clothes so she don't have to wash clothes. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's called Extreme cheap skates and it's on tlc and, and, and uh, it, <laughs> it's crazy it's like i think there's a, an addiction or something it's obsessive um it's and there's a lot of people out there <laughs> there's a lot of people um the show apparently has a lot of people on it and um it's crazy i um i found it to be disgusting about the food but then you know it was it's just nuts <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know Skyla, my daughter. Um, she's always watching movies and 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 not movies. She's always watching um shows. For some reason, she likes to um. She likes to watch shows about people's lives and things like that. And sometimes she watches shows with lessons and all that. I've mentioned this before. Um, but, you know, we like to follow. So I saw something that she liked, and I like it too. Um, we like to follow families, especially this family. This family is the McClure family. And I'm sure if any of you uh, follow them online, you know how magnificent they are and so cute. Um, um, we like to watch their interaction, their love. And Sky like you know, especially Sky. She enjoys watching the family interaction. She enjoys watching their love, their drama, and it's like entertaining to her. I, I sometimes I, I find her cracking up. <laughs> um, but this family, um, the fact the it's a biracial family, by the way, and um, not that it matters because you know. But the the father is um Justin, the mom is Ami, and the twin girls Ava and Alexis. Um, and the splash to their cuteness is Jersey, the baby boy in the fan fam. And he's starting to grow up on the show. He's actually very intelligent um, and very funny. Um, Skylar really connects with Jersey. 
um, because he's always saying no. And sure enough, my Sky is always saying no from day one. She's forever saying no, 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 no. And it's funny because he agrees to do things, and then at the end, he's like, no, I don't want to do it now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so funny. And um, so, you know, uh, and it's funny because the other day we found out they, they had a live on um, Instagram. And I said, oh, Skylar, they have a live on Instagram. And the twins were on, and they were talking. You know, the, the twins are adorable as well. And um, um, he starts saying no, as always. And um, they said, when you know, they, his mom asked him, when's your birthday? And he was like, no, you know, November. And she was, and I was like, oh, my God, he's November like you, Skylar. We should have known that, though, because we've been following them since he was in the belly. And, I mean, we've been following the twins before that, but we already knew the little boy. We should have known that he was born in November. And sure enough, guess who's born in November? My daughter. I said, that's why you connect with him, because you and him have almost the same kind of personality. Um, so, But let me tell you, don't forget the twins. The girls are, I mean, they're beautiful girls. Absolutely beautiful girls. And their personality is funny. Their responses is so funny. I mean, they <laughs> we love the whole family. We love the whole family. They're very nice. The, the mom, she's funny. She laughs at everything they say, so she makes you laugh. And then the um, the father's very uh, charismatic, you know, like he's very um, into the, the girls, into the, his son. And he does a lot of photography, which connects with me. And um, I love it. And you know, he they have a story. I'll talk about it another time. But um, they it's a good it's there's it's a good family. I love them. And um, they, you can find them on YouTube. And it's McClure. So it's M C C L U R E. The McClure family. And um, they're on YouTube and of course other social medias. They're on. Um, I'm sure when you go on the YouTube, you see all the all their um, um, the handles on Instagram, Facebook, um, their own web page, everything. So. Yeah, follow them, guys. And trust me, I don't know them, but I, I think they're adorable. McClaw family. I'm watching um, Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Um, it's a new show that they had. I binge-watched it, and I actually saw all the episodes. And um, I remember, you know, my, in my last episodes that I have spoken to you guys, I told you I always learned things from movies and TV. For some reason, we always learn something. And my mind is always open. So... On this particular episode, they're fixing this beautiful, um, I don't know if it's a mansion or this beautiful home, old home, and they're making it into a spa. So she tells the contractor, listen, you know, um, he's telling her, you need to fix this and that. She goes, please don't tell me that there are any copperheads. And I'm like, what? What the hell is copperheads? You know, and I was like, okay. So I went, and you know me and my little dandy self, I went to go uh, research copperheads. There's some kind of snake. And, um, yeah, <laughs> so you already know, um, snakes is not really my favorite animal, um, but in this case, it tells you, let me see, the copperheads, and they call copperheads because they're the color of copper, and copperhead snakes are some of the most commonly seen North American snakes. They're also most likely to bite, oh my God. Although their venom is relatively mild and their bites are rarely fatal for humans. These snakes get their names um, fittingly from their copper red heads accordingly to the biology department at Pennsylvania State University. You see? So these are these snakes are um, scary, um, but they're not deadly. Let's put it that way. However, they do bite. 
So I um, if you find them in your home, just you know, call pet control or something. Talking about snakes, this is crazy. I was watching uh um on somebody posted this. I don't know if it, one of the social medias, um, and a woman she was taking out her snake, uh, her pet snake by the way. She was taking out her pet snake out of the tank, and they were recording it. They had she had a guy helping her, and then she had the the cameraman, and the snake. When I tell you, the snake bit her, and then it started wrapping around her arm, and it was giving her like a deadly grip. Like you know, snakes. Everybody's seeing on a condom. I mean, I mean that's where I learned the snakes. They really wrap around you and they squeeze you to death, and then they crush you to bones, and and that's how they get their you know that's how they get their prey. And but you, it's alive. Like your prey has to be alive. My niece has a snake. I don't understand why, but it's it's just she has one, and um. The snake clamped onto the woman's arm, uh, her hand first, and then tried to put a death grip on her arm and leg in, in a matter of seconds. It was crazy. And then, you know what got me the most? I mean, yeah, this is happening. You know, you want to have a pet snake, you know, this is bound to happen or something. But the cameraman, should I keep recording? Should I keep recording? Should I keep recording? At what point he had to drop the camera? Because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, should you keep recording? Go help. Let me tell you, that was me. I would have been <laughs> flying all over the place, banging the snake against the wall. I don't care. Listen, I know it's a pet. You know, we want to save the animal. And first of all, animals belong in the wild. They don't belong in no freaking, uh, that, that freaking tank that they put them in. I feel bad for those snakes. Anyway, so then I would have been swinging the snake around like, oh my God banging the snake on the wall like going nuts this me that i get claustrophobic i would have been out of my it would it was not a, it was not it was not something that you want to watch it really was like really crazy i was like this lady is out of control how she's gonna have a snake and then she's trying to be calm about it but then she panicked because the snake started going on <laughs> it was crazy i'm telling you it's not um i don't know i don't know i, I mean i don't think you should you know you should play with pythons none of those things you shouldn't, you shouldn't go for snakes. I mean, and I was reading TMZ. They wrote like a little quote. As Indiana, as Indiana Jones once said, anything but snakes. I'm with, the, I'm with that quote. Indiana Jones, I love that movie, by the way. Indiana Jones, he was on point. Anything but snakes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This was like crazy. <laughs> So guys, I'm doing some yard work. I'm putting in some pavement in the backyard, in like a little space in the backyard. Um, and um, I've been looking at videos on YouTube because I'm doing it yourself. You know, do it myself. I'm doing it myself. <laughs> um, I'm crazy like that. Um, so I'm going to go and um, I um, decided to put some pavements in. They're like little stones. You know, it's, it's nothing that difficult. However, there's, there's a few steps that the contractors do. Um, so I started saying, damn, I have to do all that? But I really don't. So I, I kind of like, you know, I started looking online. And what inspired me was a long time ago, I, I watched a video of a woman named Ashley online. And I was like, you know, she was an Armenian woman. And she's like, guys, you can do this. You can do this. So she encouraged me. I was like, all right. I was inspired by her. And then I was like, all right. But that was a couple of years ago. And I said, I'm not going to do this. But now because of the quarantine, I took a little time to look into it. And I said, let me go do this, you know, um... My um my mom can you know my mom likes it and everything so I was like all right let's do this so I put everything together you know you step by step projects whatever 
And I said, let me do this. I already went to Home Depot. I'm not going to lie about three times, back and forth, back and forth, returning things, bringing things back, um, returning again, bringing it back. So now I've decided how I'm going to do it. But let me tell you, Ashley inspired me. And I'm not going to lie. Ashley is a beautiful woman. She's an Armenian. And then she went and she put some brick. She laid some bricks in her um, in her corner home. And the pavement is like a whole pathway. She did like a big job. I was like, wow. And she she did it with um, cement. Like she did the bricks. She laid them down. She did a nice little design. And she put cement. So people were like, oh, how, how's that going to stand up? Blah, 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 blah. You know, because people always have comments. And she said, okay. So six years later, she showed a video and she said, ha, ha, ha. My pavement's still up and it looks absolutely gorgeous. I love her. I love her. She has her own channel. Uh, it's called Become Inspired. I am inspired by Ashley. I suggest you guys follow this woman. I don't even know who she is, guys. She's just a woman that, again, I just searched on YouTube and she um, inspired me. And um, I'm happy she has, you know, she has 15,000.3 subscribers. So Ashley is inspiring a lot of people. She does not only do pavement. She does, like, other things. Like, she has a falafel recipe. She does some pleating and cupping that she does. Armenian stuff. And then uh, um, do-yourself shelf. Um, that shelving that she showed you how to do. Um, that's just a few of them. She showed you how to do food and everything. So she's pretty cool. She's somebody like I wish I, I wish she was my neighbor or my best friend or something, you know? I love people like that. So her name is Ashley and her channel is Become Inspired. And I'm gonna keep working on my yard because I still haven't finished. But I am so happy I came upon Ashley's um video when I was looking on the research because she she really has inspired me. <laughs> Um, I wanted to talk about this beautiful fox. Oh my God, sexiest fox in town. It's called a uh, it's called melanistic fox, and um, this fox apparently has um, uh, oh, it's beautiful. It has like it's red. It has like a red stripe down, a black stripe down the middle, and it's red. And its eyes are red too. It's breathtaking. This 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 is a beautiful fox, and um, I'm I'm so amazed. It's and this majestic fox is definitely one of the mother's nature's most fascinating things that I've ever seen in my life. Um, and because it has a rare condition, um, it has red fur and it comes with dark stripe. Um, these creatures are, are so beautiful, and um, unlike it's, it's it has an albinism, you know, an albino, but it's you know, it has that and it lacks a skin pigmentation, so this is why it has this beautiful color. And it's um, it's like a red fox. However, it's not a red fox. It's a it's a, um, it has its own character, and but it's beautiful. Foxes are so beautiful. My God, I mean, they're beautiful. And, and you know, like they say, sly fox, <laughs> but they're small. They're not even that big. It's like having a little puppy in your house or a little dog. I, I, I mean, seriously. And you know, they were gonna become extinct. Seriously, you know, they were gonna become extinct because. Um, they kept in, they were roaming around in North America and like a lot of numbers. And unfortunately, because of their fur in the 20th century, um, people started, you know, um, I bet you Corella Deril was probably one of them looking for his fur to make a fur coat. And um, that's why they were going to become extinct. Thank God they didn't. I mean, you know, somebody came along. They also call cross foxes because they share a lot of similarities with the red fox. 
um, but they have a larger tail and of course a different fur color. So um, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. You look into it. They're called um, melanistic fox um, and they're spotted in the wild. Um, I had a dream about a skunk. Okay, we're going to end it with an animal. That's, that's basically what it is. I had a, a, um, a dream about a skunk. And I'm like, why am I dreaming? I never, ever had a dream about a skunk, guys. I mean, never. And I've never really actually seen a skunk except on Roadkill, which every time I see them, I start crying. So I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and you could smell. Like when you're driving, you could smell somebody has killed a skunk or a skunk has sprayed. Um, when they say when you dream of a skunk, it represents a concern for driving others away of turning them off. Alternately, alternatively, a skunk may reflect people or situations that turn you off or that you want to, nothing to do with. To dream of skunk spraying you, you represents feelings about people being turned off from having any involvement with you. However, in my dream, I didn't get sprayed. Um, it was a weird dream. It was on a, a, a set of a talk show. And it was like a bunch of people, like uh, myself. I was there. And there was like a, a panel. And it was like six people that were going to sit at this panel. Everybody was sitting down. And I saw the skunk in the, in the corner of the, of the seats. And I saw the skunk. I didn't want to move because I didn't want the skunk to spray me. However, the skunk sprayed everybody else. And in my dream, everybody went to the, they, they, they had to uh, provide hotels. And people got, they, they took a bath in milk. I took a bath in milk as well. Even though I didn't get sprayed, I also took a bath in milk in the dream. Weird ass dream, guys. And it was like, oh, shit, what the hell is this dream about? And they say that the skunk um, symbolizes, um, I'm reading this on, I just Googled it. Uh, the skunk symbolizes nonviolence, wisdom, self-awareness, patience, silence, solitude, pacification, distinctiveness, valor, self-respect, humility, independence, confidence, success, attraction, and balance. The white patch on its back body symbolizes creativity and its pungent smell suggests self-defense wow so then that's probably what i'm feeling and i always believe that you kind of like dream things that you feel during the day i mean people say no but yeah i think that's true i think you um you know you kind of like dream you kind of like dream things um and you kind of like think things during the day and then you dream it i believe in that I believe that's that's what happens, and that's how we come about our dreams. Um, sometimes it could be, you know, something spiritual coming through, but I I think most of the time when you're doing dreams, um, it's be, it's from what you're feeling inside, and you actually um, you know, think it at night, and um, that's pretty much it. So I wanted to um, there's another one that the spirituality I wanted to read. Okay, since we're talking about skunks, let me tell you their traits and characteristics. Um, you know, a skunk is defensive. They're very defensive. Um, <laughs> that's where they have that spray. Um, and then, you know, they spray you when they get on, you get on their nerves. <laughs> but it's actually to protect themselves. Um, they're very courageous. Skunks will get go great lengths to protect themselves. This means they won't be scared if they get attacked by a larger animal. These small animals are very brave and nothing will scare them away. Oh, shit. Aware. Skunks are always aware of their surroundings and nothing can surprise them. They need to act this way because they can easily be tackled by a larger animal. Damn, these skunks, they're the homies of the wildlife. Thinking about it, shoot. I have to say, they're badass. 
Um, okay, now this is like what I was trying to say. A skunk as a totem. Skunks as totems are symbols of defensiveness, protecting, protection, courage, assertiveness, and prudency. People born under this totem are very defensive. They easily get triggered by other people's actions, so you have to be careful around them. Some might even call them sensitive because their emotions get easily hurt by others, uh, by other people's worlds and actions. Skunk as a symbol in a dream. Um, dreams about skunks can have different meanings. Some interpretations are positive and others are not so much. This, of course, depends on the dream situation you had and the way things were developing in the dream. If you had a dream about seeing a skunk, then this dream represents people who like to suck up to you. They're constantly around you, following you every step, and they always seem so amazed by everything you do. If you have a dream about smelling a skunk liquid, then the dream is a representat representation of rage you have inside you. This rage is something you need to get rid of because it completely ruins your life. If you had a dream about being a skunk, this dream implies you are very cunning. You know how to get by in life and people cannot fool you easily. Make the best out of this skill and use it for something positive. Dream about killing a skunk is a representation of revenge. You might be plotting against someone or someone and might be angry about something you did. I got that from dreamingandsleeping.com and I want to tell you guys thank you so much please don't forget that I do have a blog um, called um, lcnnewyork.com and I also have one skiesocean.com and that one is with my daughter we usually put up interviews and things that we've done it's really amazing and you know just follow me on Instagram if you are interested in having a conversation with me on my podcast please DM me on um, Chit Chat with E so we can talk about what we're going to, you know, just discuss what we're going to talk about on the show and um, let's get it together. So, again, thank you. Thank you again for um, coming by. And I just want to say, guys, if you, if you are missing somebody, call them. Call them. Tell them you love them. Just call them. You know, it's, it, reach out to your loved ones, people. You know, Tell them what you want to say. If you're missing them, make the move to call them or pass by and leave them a note. You know, on those words, God bless everyone and that has lost a loved one during the horrible hands of a racist. And also, not to forget, we are still in, pa in a pandemic. So please be safe. Wear your mask, wear your gloves, wash your hands. My heart goes out to those that have lost a loved one during this time. And remember, we are all in this together. Black Lives Matter. Until next time, ciao.